What's going on, Nuggets Nation? Welcome back to the latest Nothing But Nugs podcast. In this episode, Mike and I break down the game one loss to the Blazers, and we do a little bit of a preview for game two, and then talk a little bit about some other series around the league. Hope you enjoy, and go Nuggets! What's up, Nuggets Nation? It's Mike and Nate. And we are going to do a podcast now. Yes, sir. All right. So big week. Uh, one game since we recorded and uh, didn't go so hot. <laughs> so we'll be talking about that today. And yeah, bro, you want to kick us off? Yeah, sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, just to start us off, like it's a beautiful day in Denver today. Monday, May 24th, and the the good vibes are flowing. So, you know, obviously last game didn't go as planned. The Nuggets lost by 14. Um, but we got, we got some good vibes rolling into tonight's games for sure. So, yeah, let's talk about last game. So I was at the game. I was fortunate enough to get to go. And yeah, I mean, it was a, a really, really good atmosphere, tons of energy in the crowd, um, which kind of got depleted probably by like midway through the fourth once, you know, most people realized it was over. But yeah, I mean, the whole like first half, um, just a super good atmosphere. The Nuggets were honestly playing well and, you know, going into this game, Mike, you and I and Jill as well, I mean, we had... Um, pretty high expectations. We were feeling good about it and things were going, you know, as expected in that first half. And then kind of just took a turn during like a five minute stretch in the third quarter. Um, it, it was probably a little longer than that, but yeah, just a series of like really good shot making by the Blazers. Um, some bad defense where we left guys open um, a few bad calls that, you know, things that didn't go our way, 50-50 calls. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Nuggets are down 10. And so, yeah, that, that was um, a, pretty, a pretty rough stretch. But, you know, we definitely have some positives to take from last game. And then, you know, obviously some negatives and some things that the Nuggets are really going to need to change if they want to win this series. But, you know, like I said, it is a series and it's first to four. So, you know, being down one nothing definitely isn't the end of the world. Mike, is there anything um, that you want to start with regarding last game, um, you know, positives or negatives that you saw? Um, I think that uh, we came back down to earth with Austin Rivers. Um, not that there's like necessarily like, oh, that's why he was like sitting at home like in early April, but like more like that's why he's like not a starting level point guard um, in the NBA. Uh, so his minutes didn't go great. Um, Malone decided to match the Blazers and stay small, which we were concerned uh, that he do not to say that it was the wrong decision, um, but just that predictably that happened and you know like our our guys that you know haven't necessarily um you know that that we weren't counting on at the beginning of the season to need to play like Marcus Howard and 
you know, Faku, Austin Rivers, you know, they all ended up needed to to do big things and, you know, because it's the playoffs and everybody needs to step up and and they unfortunately just like weren't at a playoff level. I not I want to I don't want to say that about Faku because I thought he was like good, you know, I, I think he was like a good version of Faku, but like, you know, can a great, you know, can a good version of Faku, is that a starting point guard on an NBA team that wants to win a championship? Um, but that's a little higher level. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just, it was unfortunate just the the way that kind of fell apart. And it, you went from like, we were comfortably in control going like kind of back and forth between like up eight and like up one um to just like oh I, I mean once we went down I, I never thought we were coming back so it just didn't seem like we had it so tough uh definitely a tough like first game also just like brutal that all these games are at 10 30 for me so like when we're talking about uh like the third and fourth quarter like I was like barely awake uh to like watch my favorite team which sucks but um yeah now and now I get to do that tonight on a on a work night cool um but but yeah so so yeah it just you know tough one but I I mean we don't usually win game one so that's fine yeah I didn't actually go back and look but you know Jill and I were talking about it after the game and I was like over these last two seasons like the the playoff series I don't know if we ever won a game one um I could I could definitely be wrong with that but it just feels like it's not something this Nuggets team does. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm still confident that we are going to win this series. Um, but yeah, just to touch on a couple things that you said. So, I mean, from a personnel standpoint, I definitely thought like Jokic had um, a really strong game. The one assist we'll get into, um, him only having one assist, I would assume that was his, you know, season low. Um, maybe his low over the last few years. Um, MPJ, I thought, had a pretty good game other than obviously shooting one of 10 from three. Um, But, you know, that's something that I'm definitely not concerned about. Like, he's going to get that fixed. Uh, AG, I thought, had a a solid game. Um, it's, it's kind of what we expect from him, you know, right around 15 points. Like, I think that's the, the supportive role that, that he needs to be. And one thing that we were talking about the last few weeks is that his energy didn't seem to be there on defense. And I thought, you know, from what I saw, I thought that he, he had really good energy on the defensive end. So that was good to see. And then I also thought that Monte had a pretty good game. I don't know if he is on a minutes restriction, but I was a little disappointed to see, you know, him not get more playing time. I was kind of expecting him to start. Um, And yeah, I thought he was like super solid. And then obviously like Jamichael, I thought he had, um, and he does this every once in a while, but I thought he had, you know, one of his worst games of the season you know, uh, I don't know exactly how many minutes he played. I, I don't think he scored a single point. Maybe he had one free throw. But um, Jill and I were talking after the game, and it we kind of it reminded us of Wilson Chandler, Wilson Chandler during the um, T Wolves play-in game a few years back when he played like thirty minutes and didn't score, and we lost in overtime. But yeah, just just a really bad game overall from him. 
And then, like you said, definitely need more from um, Millsap and Austin Rivers as well. Yeah, J. Mike was uh, 17 minutes, zero points, um, and one rebound. (laughs) (laughs) But to to be fair, when he was on the court, they were letting them make every shot. So it was harder to get rebounds then. Yeah, that does make it tough. So yeah. I, I do want to talk a little bit about Jokic's one assist. So something that that we noticed and kind of the reason that we saw, especially in that first half, so much Jokic going tank mode was because the Blazers are deciding not to double Jokic. And I will be really curious if they mix that up tonight because, I mean, if it if it were me and I were the Blazers, I would probably mix it up because I think the Nuggets are probably – game planning for the Blazers not to double. Um, but what that did is, you know, it, it allowed Jokic to get 34 points, but at the same time, like he wasn't fine. He wasn't able to find people for wide open shots. And, you know, that's something we've seen throughout the entire season. And I think it's a good game plan by the Blazers because this Nuggets team without, Jamal and Barton and PJ, we don't have any other creators at the moment besides Jokic. I mean, the the next best guy um, is probably Monte, in my opinion. You know, Mike um, MPJ is kind of uh, teetering on, you know, becoming that guy who can go and create his own shot, and he can, but it's just not as um, It's just not as smooth as some of the other playmakers on the team. You know, we think of Mike as as a catch-and-shoot guy. So that's, you know, I thought that was a really good game plan by the Blazers. And that's another reason why I think we definitely need more Monte. Um, But also on that same topic, you know, if you look at this, the the Lakers team last season who won an NBA championship – and you look at how many creators they had on their team, uh, LeBron, um, and <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. And so yeah. I think I think the Nuggets have to kind of use that team last year as a blueprint and implement a bully ball lineup like we were suggesting before Game One. Mike, what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely with Jokic having to go tank mode, like in the first quarter, like you said, he didn't facilitate. And then, you know, I think a lot of those guys nerves like stayed with them, um, you know, further into the game than you'd like, you know, ideally Jokic has like five assists in the first five possessions because you've created, you know, a bunch of open looks. So, uh, you know, I I do, I do think that, um, that you're right, that Terry Stotts put together a, a good game plan. Um, and then they did end up kind of doubling in like the fourth quarter a couple of times and it took Jokic off guard and it really uh, like put a wrench in things. So um, so definitely like them mixing it up like that and, and making Jokic do it himself early. Uh, it it you could see it, the, you know, the whole way through with guys kind of never really get into the rhythm. So uh, good game plan. But, you know, if there's if there's anything that we you know know about. Uh, Coach Malone and and you know even like more so like with Nick with Jokic, um, 
you know, they make really good adjustments between games and um, they figure out how to get people, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit more of the ball. So that's, uh, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to uh, tonight. Yeah. Do you think, um, I do want to talk a little bit about the defensive end, but just while you mentioned it, do you think the Nuggets will make an adjustment tonight, whether it's starting lineup, um, rotation, you know, Shaq Harrison is an option off the bench, or do you think Malone, from a personnel standpoint, do you think that we're going to kind of try it again, like run back what we did Mm -hmm. in game one? Oh man, I I think he's going to adjust. I part of me wonders if we kept the same starting lineup uh kind of as the end of the season for continuity's sake, kind of knowing that Monte could take the reins on that second unit. Um but then I don't know why that translated to like Monte playing just like one more minute than Marcus Howard. Um so yeah, I I do think Monte will start tonight uh just just because like he has to um I mean, truthfully, we did almost beat them, you know, I mean, like we, we were, you know, we were kind of there for most of the game. So uh, definitely not a bad like gamble by Malone if he thought that that Monte needed like a little bit more rest or to get his legs under him a little bit more. Um, it is a seven game series. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely am hoping that we get to see Monte. Um, and I'm also really hoping we get to see JaVale uh, because I, I really don't think that I just really don't think that we're getting from our small guys what we could get from our big guys on either end of the court. Yeah, I I could not agree more. I I think there might be only a handful of people who know the Nuggets, whether it's Nuggets fans, players, coaches, that don't want to see JaVale. Like, from everything I've seen, everyone's like, why is JaVale not playing? It really doesn't make any sense, and especially, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, but especially with how poorly Jamichael Green was and, you know, Millsap wasn't great either. Um, you know, especially considering that, like, we know what JaVale gives us. It, it's just, it's mind-blowing to me that he wouldn't play. Um, I... I am more confident that Malone would put, you know, Monte back in the starting lineup and that would be like the one change. And then maybe I could see uh, Shaq getting some time over Howard Um, for whatever reason. Like I just, I don't really see them playing JaVale, but I really, really hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope you're wrong too. Um, And, and yeah, I, I mean, like, how many times did Shaq create offense with his good defense? Like, I think him being, like, quote-unquote poor on on offense or not as as talented as Marcus Howard on offense, I think that's largely exaggerated with, like, I mean, this is anecdotal, but didn't it feel like he was getting us, like, three layups a game with his defense? And with the amount of dribbling that the Blazers front uh, – I'm sorry, backcourt does – there's no, I don't know. I just, I find it hard to believe he wouldn't have three steals or a few deflections uh, and a a couple steals. Like, I just think that that Shaq is the answer. I mean, and all this stuff is stuff that we talked about on the last pod. So I don't like want to like, you know, say it too much. It was like, we kind (laughs) of thought it would go this way. We wanted something different. Um, And unfortunately the team that we put out there like didn't win, but 
like you yeah. said, it's it's not a huge deal. It's it's one game. Um, so yeah, yeah. So I do want to mention. So I, if it were my, you know, if it were me, um, I would have played, you know, Shaq over Marcus Howard, and I hope that is the case tonight. But like, had the Nuggets won this game and or game one, and even like the fact that they didn't, I still think it's worth noting that. Just the fact that Marcus Howard got to play is a really, really good story just from like a basketball fan perspective. Like this guy was only in garbage time the entire season and then played in two games, uh, the last two games of the season, scored over 20 points in both of them and like earned himself a, a spot in a playoff rotation, like a like meaningful clock. And so I think... You know, that's just that was super cool to see. Um, And, you know, Marcus was fine. Like I he didn't have an incredible game or anything, but and and I definitely think he had some like defensive lapses. But, you know, I I'm pretty high on Marcus's future. And, you know, it was good to see him earn that spot in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I also think like kudos to Coach Malone. He was a he was like second on the team with a minus four uh, plus minus. So, um, you know, definitely kudos to him. But I I disagree with you a little bit. I I do think that his height let people shoot, um, and some of his rotations were bad. But all of our rotations were bad. So to point it to point out him would be like kind of unfair. Um, and there's been like, I don't know, three, three days or two days of articles and podcasts talking about how bad our, our backcourt rotations were. So we don't have to really, uh, go into that anymore. Um, yeah. What else, uh, what else did you see? Uh, I guess, I guess one thing I want to say is, uh, just like after like watching it and definitely like the energy, I, I don't think we should ever play sports without fans. Like, uh. Like it just like all this whole weekend of watching games and I watched like so many games this weekend, just like that, like nonsense, like pumped in noise and even like the bubble and stuff like we should not play sports without fans. Like there's just no point. I I completely agree. Um, I think most people would as well. I mean, yeah, it like I said, the atmosphere in ball arena was was super good and you know we saw some really good atmospheres over the weekend as well so one thing i do want to mention um before we get into like predictions and whatnot uh just on the defensive end so i think you know hopefully the nuggets make some adjustments you know a good amount of us you know being so bad on defense was the blazers you know making some tough shots and those aren't always going to fall. So they were 19 of 40 from three. The key is really limiting like the wide open threes. Right. Um, but yeah. And then also, you know, they shot 19 free throws. I think there are 18 of 19. So that right there, like that's the difference in the game. And it's, it's really hard to win if you're out shot from the free throw line by like over 15. And then also, you know, giving up nearly 50% from three. And, you know, it's worth noting that Lillard and McCollum, they had 34 and 21 respectively. 
I think that's fine. Like those guys are going to get that, those numbers, no matter what I, what I didn't like is I did see some nuggets doubling. Like at one point, Jamichael completely left his guy to like double Dame at the end, at the end of the quarter. And his guy just hit a wide open three. And yeah, like maybe Mike should have been there uh, quicker on the rotation, but you know, he, his guy was in the short corner and, you know, you can't give up a wide open layup. So I would, I would do less doubling and, you know, we got beat because Mello had 18 and Simons had 14. Like that's, that's where the nuggets got beat um, in game one, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and we withstood Mello's like, like his like strongest attack i mean we truly truly we should have been up like 15 or so in that like first and second quarter and instead we you know we played it about even because we just let Melo do his thing like it was that was really bad yeah shout out shout out to jill for her prediction um that we that we giggled about on, on last podcast but you know Melo Melo did uh take it to us a little bit so um hopefully that changes tonight yeah. Oh, I mean, we, we didn't, we didn't listen to the scouting report, which is just make him put it on the floor and take those mid range jumpers. So, yeah, exactly. Well, let's, um, let's get into just like your predictions for tonight and the rest of this week. And then maybe we can point out, you know, one or two things across the league that we saw this weekend. Okay. Um, I think that the Nuggets, uh, you know, have a strong comeback tonight and I think it's going to be really close. Um, maybe Nuggets by five. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm thinking the same thing. I I do think the Nuggets win tonight. I don't, it's definitely not going to be a blowout. I don't think, I don't really see this Nuggets team. Uh, really blowing out the Blazers. I think it could have happened maybe in game one, but yeah, at this point, um, from what we saw from both teams, you know, I think almost every game from here on out is going to be close. And so, yeah, tonight I'm going to go with the Nuggets win. And I think the Nuggets win on Thursday as well. I think we take, we take two in a row from them. Okay. Um, what do you think will be the catalyst for the wins or who, or, or, you know, whatever. I think, I think we're going to see the same thing from Jokic in every game. I would be surprised if he scored under 30 points in any of these games. I am really looking to MPJ tonight to step up. And I think he, although he did get 25 last game, um, I think it's going to be on um, more efficient shooting from three. I think he's going to have uh, a really big game tonight. And I so, wasn't wasn't he like ten for ten or eleven for eleven from two, or you know like something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He shot over fifty percent from the field despite being one of ten from three. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I'm with you on MPJ. Uh, I, I told you uh, the other day that I thought um, I thought his three-pointer just looked like a half a second rushed, like he was just kind of antsy uh, to get the ball up, and uh, otherwise it kind of looked the same. But uh, I, I think that, you know, with tape and, and with, like, the jitters out of the way, 
the hill kind of calmed down. Um, yeah, I, I think like five or six threes, uh, you know, the rest of the way is something that we probably can come to expect. Um, and just kind of hope that the rest of the guys do enough. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely nervous, you know, um, uh, about the series, but at the same time, like when Jamal went down, the expectations kind of went down as well. And, um, I, I want to keep watching this team. Like I want so badly for like MPJ to get this chance, especially like, you know, multiple series to play, you know, for him to get 14 games in his first, uh, or, or whatever it is, you know, in his first playoffs would be incredible. And, and, you know, a lot of these other guys too, there's, there's just like so much valuable experience to be gained from this, that just these stupid, like stupid blazers that we ended up getting paired up against. Um, <laughs> it's the worst damn matchup. And, yeah. uh, and they're not even that fun to watch. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's brutal. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I don't know a part of me, like with this nuggets team, and maybe this is what you're getting at as well. But like a part of me is I, I just like want to keep watching the nuggets, <laughs> like yeah. them winning it all. Um, you know, I, I'm not super high on that, you know, being a possibility. So I, you know, I just want to keep watching them play. And like you said, like watching, watching especially these young guys grow and get more playoff experience. It's huge. Yeah, invaluable. Um, I'm not going to make any predictions for after tonight because I I want to see the adjustments to the adjustments before I before I can really like look ahead. Um, but yeah, just to kind of get around the the NBA. Um, uh, Rudy Gobert is a bitch. Um, <laughs> what else do I have? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if you look at kind of all the teams that lost their first game, like, I I think that, like, it seems like the, you know, Nuggets, like, media has been, like, the hardest on the team of, like, all the teams that lost. Um, and I, well, with, I guess, with, with the exception of the Jazz, because that just happened last night, and I've been working all day and haven't really gotten to, to poke around. But, um, but yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't think the Lakers are freaking out. And so I really, I really hope that like, you know, neither are the nuggets and that, you know, the, the guys can stay poised and, and just like, you know, be as good as they can be. And if it's good enough, then cool. That's, that's kind of what I, what I wanted to say about that. But, um, uh, watch that whole, the whole second, third and fourth quarters of the jazz game last night. Um, yeah, I mean, it was so sloppy, but so fun. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's really, I just like kind of what I was saying earlier with like having fans back, like that's so fun. And and just like the relentless attack of the basket by the Grizzlies. Um, man, that was, that was just, that was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I think I want to root for the Bucks in the East. Like, I think yeah. that's just like who I want to root for. Like it might even just be like to like further like pain myself. Cause I don't think they're going to probably even make it out of the second round. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I just kind of like, I think they're really fun. I think Giannis is like fun. Um, watching him shoot free throws is just the most stressful thing. Like him getting that te- 10 <laughs> seconds call. 
I didn't even know that was a, I didn't even, I've never seen anyone hold the ball for that long. Like, I don't know <laughs> why you would hold the ball that long. Like the, the veteran move is to do the LeBron and lay on the ground for three minutes and then you get up and shoot your free throws. Uh, and so you get to rest that way. I like, like, I just cannot gather, like, why would you have your, like your rhythm thing be like 12, 13 seconds. Like he had to speed it yeah. up and he was garbage at the free throws too. Like, man, somebody he just needs a free throw coach like i'll gladly do that for like 30 40k a year i'll coach your free throws man like whatever <laughs> yeah I, i'm kind of with you i i'm pulling for the bucks so in looking at the east like i'm i'm less interested in those series um the nets and the sixers i think are gonna win in either four or five the bucks and the heat like i I think that that game is going to, or that series is going to go to at least six games. Um, Knicks and Hawks, probably the same. I think probably six or seven games. And then I think every series in the West is going to go six games. Like there's not going to be a single blowout. I was definitely surprised to see how well the Grizzlies played. And like you said, it, it was a sloppy game. And we've seen that in, in these playoffs, like so much of it is like, you can tell that the pressure is, is getting to these guys and it's not the greatest basketball, but it is super entertaining. And the Grizzlies just had more energy. Like Dylan Brooks, man, he, he was going at people and, you know, I guess in, in this year's playoffs, like that's, what's going to win you games. Um, and then, yeah, Suns-Lakers, I, I think the Lakers are in big, big trouble. I watched pretty much all of that game, and they looked horrible, the Lakers did. So I, I think the Suns are going to take that one. Um, and then, yeah, Mavs-Clippers as well. Like, I think the Clippers end up pulling that off, but it's gonna, I think it's going to take seven games. Jeez. Yeah, I, I missed both of the L.A. games, but I, I literally watched like every other game. Um, and yeah, I that'll be that'll be really interesting, like if the Mavs can kind of uh, can keep can keep doing that, because it's I mean, this is like a little bit, you know, not what we're talking about. But if if like the Clippers don't get out of the first round, Kawhi probably leaves. And if Kawhi leaves, that changes the whole landscape of basketball in a way that we weren't really expecting that to happen this off season. So something to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. So tonight um, Nuggets play at eight mountain time, 10 Mike's time. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, the heat and the bucks are on it at five thirty mountain time today. So I will, definitely be catching that and yeah hopefully the nuggets can can take game two and then you know make some adjustments and and kind of roll from here is what we're hoping for yep go nugs and go bucks <laughs> all right bro anything else before we close out no um have fun at the game tonight have a great vacation and yep. i will talk to you uh when you get back all right later nuggets nation Peace.